This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. that this is just going to become the norm whenever this needs to be raised. Well, that's why the, the starting point in this negotiation, which Speaker McCarthy insisted on, was that we would postpone facing this again at least until the end of next year. And that, to me, is a promise uh, that uh, really con convinced a lot of us that we can move forward and not have this hanging over our heads. All right, Senator Durbin, thank you. What are they saying? They've got a handshake agreement with Joe Biden? I mean, I, I can't believe that. But the, here's, the real, here's the real killer. The, it took the debt ceiling out to the January 1, 2025, a year longer than the Republican bill proposed. Here's a piece of information for your viewers. I just heard it tonight from the speaker in the conference. He said the reason that happened was his call. It wasn't even asked for by, by the Democrats. He didn't want to end up in another negotiation with Joe Biden next year because he believed that they would ask for more. That's what he said. I, that's, you understand that's a four trillion, maybe five or six trillion dollar increase in debt that we just let him have. And the speaker says he made the call. Deliberate strategy. I've got new reporting this morning that goes behind the scenes about that, how they felt like if the White House feels like they got a really good deal here. But if they were seen gloating or crowing about it. Republicans might lose, they might lose votes. They might be less reluctant, less supportive of it. So they decided to wait. The victory lap will come another day. They feel like this is something important for the country. And this idea of the president being sort of above the fray, being the calm, steady hand, that's a nice contrast against the hysterical Republicans, they say, before 2024. It's Friday to June in the year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, for the Fox afternoon host uh, sitting there mocking Joe Biden, saying he looked like a bug on his back, bug on his back when he when he fell yesterday. Remember that bug on the back um, completely owned the Republican Party. Now the details are coming out, and what we're talking about is how do we get accountability on this? Um, still breathtaking. The New York Times, just to make you feel even better, the New York Times has the lead story about how the, this debt deal doesn't do anything, anything to cut spending or really to do anything with the debt. And their headlines about the debt's about to explode and even grow even faster. And they talk about the $50 trillion and then back into the end of the decade. The New York freaking Times. This is a, uh, a firestorm, and we're not going to let it go out because there has to be accountability. There has to be accountability. The coalition government that was signed off on to allow McCarthy to become speaker in the first week of January. That coalition government is now a coalition government with radical Democrats. You heard uh, um, Congressman Clark came on here this morning uh, with the pistol brace bill, which is a top priority for many, many people throughout the country, including 
potentially three. There's ten to forty million pretzel braces out there, and they're saying there could be as many three million people that could actually be, according to the ATF, felons now. And this bill's supposed to take out of it. The leadership came to him and said, "Unless you vote for the rule, we're going to pull the bill." And he voted against, or he voted against the rule to let it come to the floor, and they pulled the bill. It's not on the slate for next week. One of the most important pieces of legislation for people that ring doorbells, work phone banks, knock on doors, put hangers out, send emails, and more importantly, these guys send money. It's screw you. Russ Vote, uh, where do we stand? We, we've had so many people come on here to say this is a tissue of lies. It's not even worth discussing. It's such a joke. But And Jeff Clark from your shop did a fantastic job this morning. But the issue is, and now I'm hearing from other sources. I've been work, having meetings here all afternoon. The White House, and here's the most important thing in this entire negotiation. You know what it was? The White House, you got to give them credit. They kept, they hermetically sealed the fact that McCarthy brought it up in one of the first meetings. McCarthy surrendered right there. They never thought they'd get a second year. McCarthy offered up two years, no cap, and they were like so stunned. And and the big thing is they kept it quiet because if that had leaked out a scintilla, they knew there'd be no deal. They'd never get it. They're they're like stunned, in shock. Russ Vogt. We're at the end of a very consequential week that needs a lot of work over the weekend to be able to be in a great place for next week to be able to have the types of conversations that need to happen in Congress because there's three points that I'd like to make. Number one, the issue with Andrew Clyde shows you that this leadership team, Kevin McCarthy, doesn't care about saving the country. He cares about protecting power. If you have a leadership that actually cares about the, the individuals who own these uh, these uh, devices and you are going to make sure that ATF doesn't turn them into felons, what are you, you're going to be the one that puts the bill on the floor and you're not going to use it as leverage against members because they have a different view procedurally than you do. Okay. So that is mission critical. Number one. The second point, when you, when you hand over the power to the Democrats for a second year, and that is your, your request, you bring it to the table. What you're telling your entire side, your, your conference and what you're telling the American people is that you are afraid of using leverage points. You're afraid of negotiation. You don't eat it for breakfast. You're afraid of it. And so how can you be trusted with further power in the next one, which we now won't have for a while? But there will be other must-pass bills, very, you know, not enough of them. You just seeded it over. So that's the second point. And then the third point I would say is that we're in coalition government. And when you're in coalition government as a result of a power-sharing agreement, with the 20 and House conservatives, and in any other coalition government in the rest of the world, what happens the day after you side against your coalition? You have a vote of no confidence. That's what happens. That's what a prime minister in any other system in this world has. They have a vote of no confidence in our House of Representatives that they motion to vacate. And so that tool, there is every right for members to be using that tool at a moment of their choosing when they feel that they can win it because he has done something and he is behind closed doors seemingly at the beginning of the negotiation. He has, he has decided I'm going to be in coalition with majority leader Hakeem Jeffries. And as a result, he needs to have a reckoning. And so 
there will be a number of things, flashpoints that I'm, I'm looking towards towards next week, and whether that's on the rules and the conversation of motion to vacate, it has to be on the table because he put himself in a position where he deserves a vote of no confidence. And when that vote can be win, won, that vote needs to occur. Uh, it, it, but here's where I think the win is, because I've always been very hesitant about the motion to vacate to use it, because we showed over the last 24 hours that Hakeem Jeffries is a coalition partner. These are Democrat. This was a Democrat bill. It took 50 Democrats to get it, to get the rule, you know, the pass it, uh, uh, on the floor. The, he turned the floor over to the Democrats. What Nancy Pelosi ever do? It's inconceivable. Turned the floor over to the Democrats and then lied about a deal on earmarks. He cut a deal with Hakeem Jeffries on because Hakeem Jeffries is me Esposito. The Queens and the Brooklyn guy, these guys are not, they don't do anything unless they get something. They get, they're going to get something for the effort. This is hardcore smash mouth against a kid that, a, a kid that ran a hot dog stand in Bakersfield, California. He owned him. And then it's a Democrat bill. He, he couldn't even deliver the 150 votes he said he was going to deliver. More Democrats voted for it. This is Hakeem Jeffries' bill. There has to be, we need to do the motion to vacate to show to the world, just in high relief, the only people going to save him are going to be Democrats. They're only going to be Democrats. And we might as well put that out to the world. Should we not, Russ, or is that, am, I, am I trying to press this too hard? I don't think you're trying to press it, press it hard. I mean, I think the case has been made. And remember we heard in the speaker's fight in January, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, we're going we're gonna to have a coalition with Democrats. <laughs> well, that's what you just got. You got on a policy basis governing with Democrats on the most critical must-pass cartel uh, furthering bills, you got a coalition with Democrats. And you got to make it clear to the American people. And I think there's a lot of things that are going to be um, on the table, whether that is bringing down rules procedurally, all of this building towards the types of conversations. There's nothing, there's going to be conversations next week because that's the, that's the way these things proceed. But there is nothing that Speaker McCarthy can say that's going to restore the confidence of, of the conservatives that would allow them to go back and trust him. Okay. How does he restore okay. the American yeah. people's trust with him? There's nothing you that cannot. can be said. You cannot. And so you gotta, you got to have the bloodletting and let the vote go and have that vote of no confidence, what we call the, the motion to vacate. This is my point. Well, let me just say, we're 100 days away from the next one. That, that There could be others, but there is another. This is They all talk about the appropriations process, a regular order in doing it. Well, essentially 100 days from now, you're going to have the thing of, of passing where you're going to do all your cuts. You told us, hey, they're going to really do all these cuts, and you're going to have the Senate's going to say not interested. And then it's the, the, the ticking clock of the midnight on the 30th of September when the fiscal year ends. We're going to be, as you know, Russ, with the CR, with no, we got it. And who is going to be the leader that's going to use leverage and stare down and negotiate and fight, right? The Democrats in the Senate and plus the collaborations, the 17 to 19 collaborationist Republicans, plus the Biden regime. Can anybody have confidence that Kevin McCarthy can do that, sir? There's absolutely no confidence because he will be conspiring behind closed doors to pass the bills of the Democrats. He's not going to be like, hey, what do I need to do to stop Lindsey Graham's Ukraine funding or the defense increase that they talked about on the floor yesterday or the earmarks? No, no, no. He's, he's going to spend his time, he's going to beat his chest in, outside and go behind closed doors and manipulate 
and be able to plan out the failure theater that he is a part of. Why did this negotiation, negotiation take so long? It didn't take so long because they hadn't caved. It took so long because they were planning out how to manipulate the lies that they would tell their respective conferences to be able to have the Democrats know, but also not tell the world that they won, and have the Republicans look like useless idiots with regards to going out there and say, we defunded the IRS. We have an automatic CR that doesn't have a haircut. None of that's true. And so that's what they have done for the last several weeks. And that confidence, you can't put that back in the bottle. And, and they want us to go on to the next fights. And, you know, I'm, I'm always game up for another appropriations fight. But it's not, you can't go to the American people and say, this is a real fight unless real change happens yeah. as to whether the cartels yeah. are in control or whether House conservatives are in control. And that is what needs to happen. And I do want to speak right. to, the, to those, the activists out there. Don't be discouraged. It's a, it was a setback. But get off the map because we need you in the fight, and you're you are winning right now. You are exposing the the, the falsity of the debt limit package, and we got to get these guys. Let them rest for the week weekend. But when we they got to get back in the fight, and they you got to have their back yeah. to do what oh, they did this week this, and, and in January. Hey, 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 we're live tomorrow. This audience is ready to roll. This is hey hey this is a victory in the fact that it's a clarifying moment it's the most clarifying Amen. moment in modern political history cuz now you see you've got the donor party the uniparty and you have the populist nationalist traditionalists that are trying to save the country Russ I know you got a boat of bolt we got a lot to do over the weekend and then next week uh how do people get to the center with all your analysis particularly you got the whole analysis of the deal up there and how they follow you on social media at Russ Vote, we're going to be continuing to work this throughout, and we're not going to let the debate go in a place where we can't win the debate over the next several days waiting on Monday. So follow us, AmericaRenewing.com. The summary is up, and, and we appreciate all of the time that you let us on, be on the show. Uh, we couldn't do it without you, sir, your entire team. Thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Thank you. Okay, we're going to take a short... Remember, the, 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 the biggest things that are going to come out of this negotiation was the discipline of the Biden team to not gloat or leak it to the press of what had happened. That, that McCarthy went in there and surrendered, fully surrendered, gave him all the terms. Took out the $1.5 trillion, took out the one year, gave him two years, passed the 24 election with no cap, uncapped, uncapped. Short commercial break. Congressman Tim Burchett, we're going to talk about this. Also, is NASA trying to pull a misdirection play? Are they trying to put a shiny toy in front of the war room? Next. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS... Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar. 
more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Um... The RNC has just published the rules for the first debate in Milwaukee, uh, 23 August. I'm going to get to that a little later in this hour. has a, a shocking element to it that we'll talk about in depth. Uh, may even try to get Caroline Wren on here to break it down. Uh, Congressman Tim Burchett. First of all, Congressman, the folks in East Tennessee, the more this gets unpacked and they can chew on it and think about it, because um, in the volunteer state, I know they're slow to anger. Uh, but they have a lot of discernment. Uh, give, give, give me your sense of, of where we stand and people thinking about this and what went down. Well, oddly enough, Mr. Bannon, they were on top of this thing um, early on, I would say probably, and I'm not exaggerating. Uh, I talked to one of my staffers late yesterday and this morning, and the calls were 90% at one point uh, against the bill and approved of my voting. You know, I've got a lot of my friends are, some of them are incredibly wealthy and um, the vast majority of them said, Hey, we got to pay our dadgum bills. And there were some that were against it, but the vast majority saw through this thing. It's just the bottom line is, you know, and they understand in 10 years, the largest item in our budget will be interest on our debt. The largest item. I mean, you could drive down, 40 and 75 in a pickup truck with barrels of cash and just throwing it out the back. It was exactly what we're doing. And, uh, you know, it's just a lot, a lot of anger and frustration. Why did I do all this? Why did we do all this? And this is what we got. And, um, and I don't have a good answer for them other than, you know, I voted the will of the people of my district, but, um, you know, it's, it's frustrating and it just, it just seems like more of the same. And I do not understand how we can't get through our thick heads that this debt will cripple us. When the New York Times, Congressman Burchett, when the New York Times this afternoon, which you think would be celebratory with what Biden pulled off and what Hakeem Jeffries pulled off, is actually a warning. I mean, they said this bill does nothing to address spending. And they start off with the $50 trillion in, in 10 years. Uh, it's a real warning. Um, we're, we're 100 days away. We're going to have a clash at the end of this fiscal year, September 30th. It's coming. And that is going to be the same thing. They say, oh, they're going to make some cuts in appropriations, but you're going to have this whole thing about a CR. They're talking about, by the way, the, the, the bill that passed with the, it's going to have the $7 trillion and $6.8 trillion in spending and the $4, four trillion over the next two years in deficit minimum. They're already talking about supplements, talking about a defense supplement, talking about a supplement for Ukraine. Talk about maybe some emergency supplements. The supplements are going to come. There's, there's, it's the spending's unbound right now. Do you feel confident that leadership dealt straight with you, and more importantly, with the folks in your district, 
uh, that could lead a tough fight that you're going to need at the end of this fiscal year so that we stop the madness of the omnibuses and the CRs? Because I'm telling this audience, that is hurtling down, uh, you know, and I'd love the regular order they're doing appropriations, but the CR omnibus madness is going to overwhelm us unless you have tough, focused leadership, sir. I believe they understand it fully. They do not trust government. They do not at this point. A lot of my folks don't trust either party. I was in a a county and over in Middle Tennessee, I was asked to speak at a Reagan Day dinner last night in um in White County. And they um it's over near uh, upon the Cumberland Plateau, just a little bit outside of Alvin York country as they call it. And uh that was about the number one question. They say, why are we doing what we're doing if this is what we're going to get? And I honestly didn't have a good answer for them other than to say, well, your congressman, um, Congressman Rose and myself, we both voted against it, as did the majority of the Tennessee congressional delegation. But I just think we're we're in a mess. We are in a mess. Um, we we have no clear answer for this. We and I, if you break it just down to the simple things like um you know, the folks that are on, we, we're increasing the number of people on food stamps. Um, we got $32 trillion in debt. If we'd have just gone back to fiscal spending prior to COVID, and I've stated this many times. I was on like one of these Scripps Howard things. I always go on these liberal sites. You know, the Bible talks about casting your pearls among the swine. I guess I was, I was, I was asked <laughs> deep in the swine on that one. But, uh, you know, they asked me and I, uh, all this stuff. And I just said, you know, we are we're 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 in a mess in this country. And I just don't think they the people something on the left are, are are getting a full grasp or maybe they understand it better than we do. They understand. I think that now these uh, these Marxists that are that are behind the strings, behind the screen, pulling some of these strings, um, they want to destroy this country and they are. They're doing a darn good job of it right now. When you have as good a man as uh, Andy Clyde, uh, commander in the in the Seabees, in the Navy Seabees, when he has been working this bill on pistol braces, he says, hey, there's 10 to 40 million out there. There could be as many as 3 million people that are technically in this violation of what ATF's going to do. When you talk about Sergeant York's company, uh, country, the great hero of World War I, what are folks th- are supposed to think when they hear that leadership – Post took the bill off the slate because he wouldn't vote their way for the rule. What are they supposed to think about that on something that's so urgent and so important as this pistol brace legislation, sir? Well, I hope they get pissed off and get make sure everybody's registered to vote and vote in the next presidential elections. But they're, I think it beats them down. And it um, and some of our Second Amendment groups need to step up to the plate and not worry so much about their fundraising and uh, showboating around the country. They need to get involved and get in the fight and get on the floor and, and start talking to legislators about these things and start calling leadership into question. We need to call these people out by name. Um, I had lunch, I had supper with with Clyde and his and his wife, lovely bride, um, last Thursday. Bishop, Congressman Bishop asked me to be there and I s- sat next to Clyde and his wife and they're lovely people. And I, uh, um, you know, I'm used to this kind of thing. I've been doing this my whole life. I've been on the phone right before I came on with you talking with other members about that issue. 
and and I'm going to be addressing. And I, I made a call into some of the leadership, and I'm going to directly talk to the speaker about that because that just, you know, I, I just think that is that is a that's half ass at best. And they and the people and if leadership does not call that out, then they endorse that. Congressman, uh, here, you know, the J6 situation, the footage that's coming out, the Chris Ray situation, th- these are things the war room covers, obviously. I'm part of the Chris Ray thing. You know, I'm going to federal prison for four months for defying Nancy Pelosi. Um, the, uh, so we have vested interests in this, and these are stories we cover. We have not covered these because these are shiny toys that McCarthy's trying to throw out to divert the attention from this. This is what needs to be dealt with, and needs to be dealt with this weekend and next week. But you know, being a former naval officer, when I see the Pentagon and Navy pilots and putting out footage and talking about UFOs and NASA, the most unreported story this week is this NASA situation. I know that you're an expert in this. Could you walk? Is this another shiny? Is this to try to divert our attention from the issues we have with the administrative state, the deep state, the CCP, with uh, with barring everything? Or is there something real? Because I, knowing how serious Navy pilots are, when I start seeing footage gun sight footage because my kid brother's a Navy pilot. I, I start to, there's there, the Pentagon's trying to signal us on something. What, what is going on? I think there's a lot of things going on, Mr. Bannon. One, um, I'm, I'm kind of delved deep in this. I was asked, and the reason is I was asked by a reporter when the reports were coming out, the original report was going to come out. And I said, it's going to look like Swiss cheese. It's going to be redacted. And then I said, more people believe in, Congress. I mean, I'm excusing more people believe, believe in UFOs and believe in Congress. And I put it on one of my T-shirts that I sell on my site, actually. And so that kind of picked me up in the in the sights of all these other people. And I've talked to numerous Navy pilots and others. I think there's a couple of things we got to worry about, though. It's all about power. It's about money. You have congressional member, members making 70, 80 percent return on their investments um, because of the of, of what we're doing in Ukraine. For instance, we say we're going to send our missiles to Ukraine. Then we have to deplete our, by sending on our, our missile supply. So then we have to re re up ours, and then of course the uh, the coffers open once again. And I think we have to be very careful in this because what these departments are seeing now. At first, they just laughed at us when we talked at them. You know, I talked to the people at Oak Ridge National Laboratory about it, and they just kind of chuckled about it. But now you're seeing more and more people are coming out, so they're smelling dollars. And NASA, all these other organizations. I've been told by people in the know that are that have had access to these type of things that they know what's going on. They've got files on this. This is a way for them and the people that they 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 march out. Gen, probably the vast majority of them genu- genuinely think they're doing the right thing, but I believe they're being used because you know they they've got this whistleblower protection. Yet I talk to pilots who still are afraid to say anything because they will be debriefed for. Hours upon end, this thing will be in their file, and they are spotting things. When the uh, our intelligence committee or lack of intelligence committee um, had the big hearing, the open hearing on UFOs, they wouldn't even slow. Remember, Adam Schiff of all people asked the best question of all the footage that's out there. The tick, um, the tic tac, uh, excuse me, the tic tac video, like the candy, yeah, the tic tac videos that yeah. are out there that yep. was on. Um, yep. 60 minutes for a long, long time. And uh, I think the New York Times did a big front page blow up on this thing and it disclosed everything. 
We had a Navy pilot in the audience, was not allowed to testify, the guy that was on one of the famous tapes. And the footage they had was something some guy had uh, footage inside his canopy with his cell phone of something flying by. And that's all they would show him. And then Adam Schiff said the magic words. He said, what exactly are we looking at? And they couldn't, they had, I think, what was it, 15 seconds. They couldn't stop the video to even show it. And I mean, Isabel Burchett, my daughter, could have stopped that video. Hang on for one second. We're going to take a short commercial break. Is it a shiny toy or is it reality? Congressman Burchett from Tennessee next. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Friends, I can't believe the dire headlines we're facing in the world today. Everywhere you look, things are falling apart. That's why the smartest investment you can make right now is in your family's food security. Let me repeat that. Your family's food security. The reality is you might not be able to find food when the next disaster strikes. Grocery stores will be empty because roads will be closed and trucks won't be able to make deliveries. When that happens, you need emergency food in full supply. That's why I urge you to grab a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. That's My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest preparedness company. When you order today, you'll save $200 on each kit you need. The food in these kits last up to 25 years, which means your family will stay fed while others wait for government handouts. Don't delay. Order your three-month emergency food kit today and save $200 per kit. It's easy to order. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll get fast and free shipping. Do this today or you'll regret it tomorrow. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action, action, action. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. The aerial images were presented today. UFOs spotted and now documented around the world, holding their first ever public meeting. Top scientists at NASA, joined by a team from the Department of Defense, revealed pictures and video like this one that captured a metallic spherical orb in the Middle East last year. This is a typical example of the thing that we see most of. Saying the origin of the orbs is unclear, officials at the DOD plan to soon deploy dedicated sensors to better track UFOs, technically known as UAPs, unidentified anomalous phenomena. The current existing data and eyewitness reports alone are insufficient to provide conclusive evidence about the nature and origin of, of every UAP event. Confirming 50 to 100 new reports a month, NASA officials say most sightings can be explained, but 2 to 5% remain a mystery. Today's preliminary findings, which only include unclassified data, come ahead of a full report expected in July. There's a real stigma among people reporting events. And despite NASA's extensive efforts to reduce the stigma, the origin of the UAPs remain unclear. After decades of debunking and discrediting UFO sightings, tonight government officials are shedding light on images that will lead many to ask, are we alone? So this should be the day the earth stood still, um, Congressman. But, you know, we've got all the stuff with transhumanism, artificial intelligence, we're being hit by every direction. You've got all these massive issues from an invasion of the southern border 
to the pollution that's being put into the schools for our children, to the out of control spending, to the you know the war Ukraine war that's out of control on the spending, and CCP and Taiwan, the South China Sea, you, the country is on a knife's edge with tension. Is this another shiny toy? Do you believe these pilots? Do you believe there's actually something there that's real, or is this just a total misdirection play by the administrative state? I think some of it's a misdirection, Mr. Bannon, but I do believe that it is real. I believe that this is probably the largest cover-up in the history of our country. You can go back to 47 in Roswell, military intelligence. um, You know, they they released um, that they'd recovered a saucer. Of course, military intelligence is a lot like congressional ethics. I don't think it really exists in, in reality. But they, they, and then the next day they came back. You don't and believe said, oh, no. you, you, hang, hang, you, 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 you don't believe it's a weather balloon. You actually believe that they actually, uh, no. that actually something no. was, uh, I, was. I've talked you, to people that okay. I've talked to family members that have been there, and you know, just dumb luck. But I mean, we, we can go into it some other time. It takes too much time to get to the story. But but I believe because they came out first and said we've recovered a saucer, and they put it on the headlines. Now, how the heck are you going to? Is it a saucer or is it a piece of cloth? You know, this thing is a, and and then of course everybody came in and swept it under the rug and then, but there's been so many others, but I go back to this intelligence committee meeting. The, I was told I was going to get to ask a question and I kind of moved over towards the thing and I was going, I had a blistering question and I, cause I was sick of all this BS that we were being through. I mean, the, the people they put in charge of this thing, I'm sure they're patriotic Americans, but I don't think they could spell UFO. They couldn't stop a 14-second tape. Isabel Burchett, my fifth, almost 16-year-old daughter, she could have come in and hit the button and reversed the tape and stopped it. But they couldn't do that. The most technologically advanced country in the world. I walked off and I told the press. They said, what do you think, Congressman? You're the only congressman here. I said, man, we just got hosed. That's all we did. We got hosed. We were fed a bunch of BS. We have 13 documented near misses of our multi-multi-million dollar top-notch aircraft, and they're telling me that this is not an issue. It is an issue. It's a cover-up. It's beyond what I think a lot of people, they think we can grasp. I can, you know, historically, I, it's it's there. It's, I, 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 it, with this technology, um, you know, I've talked to Navy pilots. They said, look, if that was one of ours or one of somebody, what they saw, this kid was telling me, he said, you know, you'd be a catch-up package. You would not be the, geez, that's, these things are turning and and why in the world you had the Navy pilot there and he had to sneak in with press credentials because they wouldn't let him speak? Why wouldn't the Intelligence Committee let him speak? This thing is a cover up and it stinks. And, um, uh, you know, do you think the, pe- you can, the, go ahead. the when the when the Pentagon first put out when the Pentagon first put out the gun site um, cannon footage yeah. from the TikToks? My belief is that they're trying to socialize this. They're leaking this out so it becomes part. Do you believe they're trying well, to socialize it and that's the way they're trying to get it out? Well, I probably know too much about it because I'm pretty sure I know who leaked it out. But the um, they claimed it didn't exist at first. And then when it got out, they said that it was um, this is not real. And then the pilots came forward and then they were forced to admit it was real. So you tell me. Um, I just think it's a cover up. It's out of their hands now. And what's going to have to happen is somebody is going to have to come forward with some serious information, serious photos, serious uh, videos or or material, as they say, 
of of unearthly uh, origin, and then it will and then it'll blow the lid off this thing. And but before they do that, you know, you always worry about them committing suicide by shooting themselves in the back of the head twelve times. <laughs> this thing is real, you know. Uh, Matt Gates and and some of us were involved in a in a hearing, and we were briefed on some things, and it was clearly was making. As I as I leaned over to Matt, I said the spooks in the corner of the room are getting nervous. You know the CIA or whatever alphabet agency they were a part of, because um, Matt forced their hand and he he made them talk about what they did not want to talk about. And uh, um, thank God for him. But uh, you know, but I, I knew that was going to happen because I I talked to too many people from the Pentagon. I talked to too many veterans. You know, a dear friend of mine, an old Navy guy. He, he saw me on one of the TV shows, Ancient Aliens or something, and he called me about an incident that happened to him in the 50s and, and the, the CIA involvement, and um, he was Navy man. And it was just, this is a cover-up, and it's been going on for years. With all you've got going on, are you going to try to force it? Because I know Gates is, is quite engaged in this at, at one yeah. level. Will a combination of you, Gates, and others try to force the hand here so the American people are dealt straight yes, with sir. and we actually get yes, the real sir. information? We're going to have a hearing. We're going to get those people before us, and we're going to ask tough questions. That's the only way we're going to get it. But I would, I would warn the American people: these these agencies are going to ask for money to study it. That's what they're after. Um, they've already got the answer. Somebody's already got the answer. They've studied this stuff in the past. They've, you know, I get called an idiot for this, but I believe they've recovered craft. I've talked to too many people that have that have, are in the know that. Um, and there's some false flags out there they put out there. And I, I, I've never seen a UFO, but they're in the Bible. I mean, read the first chapter of Ezekiel. It's a King James version. It's a translation, but it describes a wheel. Within a wheel, it describes what you and I would call the classic saucer-shaped uh, UFO. It's in the Bible. It's in hieroglyphics. It's in, um, you know, it's in Dark Ages well, paintings. It's, it's, it's there. You got you got the giants in uh, in in the early part of the Bible about Noah. Remember that? That's a pretty brutal yes, couple sir. of uh, paragraphs in there. And I, and um, I believe my Bible. Before I don't, I don't the, understand it. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Now, the, are the folks in East Tennessee and Tennessee too? Are they mature enough and adult enough and with enough discernment that they could handle this information, or sh- should they be treated like children by their government? Yes, sir. Well, they're being treated by their government, and that's what's really ticking them off. I, I remember I was getting on the airplane. This guy was dressed up pretty fancy. I was walking through first class and he said, hey, Congressman. And I thought, here it comes. Some guy's going to rip me for something. He said, that UFO issue. He said, I really appreciate you. He said, I'm, sometime I'll get together and talk to you about an incident I had. And this was, and I've had people, a, a good friend of mine in the PR business, one of the best PR peoples in the, in the region. I've had um, people that have shared photos from relatives that were in secure settings. So, you know, these things are, it's, it's more, and they're just afraid. They're afraid they're being stereotyped and I get it, but I don't care anymore. I, I'm, I'm sick of it. I, I think the, the government is, is that is, you're exactly right. They don't think we can handle it. They think it's, oh, it's going to disturb the religious, but I, I think it's more about money. I honestly do. I think it's money and power. It's just like, you know, the Kennedy assassination. They won't release all the files on that and everybody's dead. Who the heck cares? Uh, you know, but it's about power, and and that's what, and it's a it's a it's a human nature, and they've compartmentalized this to the point of uh, of the minute levels, and people are dead, and they're dying off, and we need to get them before committees 
to talk about what they know, and let's get to the truth of it. I'll let you go with a story that kind of ties us together. Uh, in the beginning, when the church committee was set up, uh, Frank Church was a liberal senator from sure. Idaho, and they, they put some liberals on there. They put, uh, they put uh, Gary Hart had just been um, – he had just been um, – elected in Colorado and they wanted him sure. to go on too. And he decided he wanted to get a back channel to the CA. So I think he had dinner with Colby, had dinner with Helms and they recommended he have dinner with uh, James Angleton, the, 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 the legendary head of counterintelligence that was the guy that went and got all the moles, but really ran the CA day to day. And Gary Hart meets him at the army Navy club and he's sitting there and they're having dinner and they had a couple of drinks and he's feeling a little comfortable and towards the end. He says, uh, he says, uh, Mr. Angleton, um, do you believe the CIA had anything to do with the Kennedy assassination. Now, this is the man who runs the deal. He's the great mole hunter in the CIA, legendary. He looks at Hart and he said, you were a theology major, weren't you, sir? And he goes, yes, sir. And he goes, in my father's house, there are many mansions. And that was his answer about the CIA's involvement in Kennedy's. <laughs> Gary, Hall, Gary Hart and them things said he was struck cold by that. Congressman, what's your social media? How do people get to you, sir? I got all the others. You can Google them, but the cool one's at Tim Burchett on Twitter. And I appreciate you because every time you ask me that, I get the Bannon bump. My last video on the um, the, the debt, debt ceiling went over 100,000 today. And I thank you for that because of the followers and the good people that follow you. But at, you know, at Tim Burchett, T-I-M-B-U-R-C-H-E-T-T, that's on, um, on, on Twitter. That's the one I get just unleashed. I've got an official one where they spell all the words right and they put the commas in all the right places. But the one I do when I get ticked off and, and, and people say, why did you say that, Burchett? And I say, well, that gummit, it was the truth. And they say, I know it, but you still shouldn't have said it. And I say, well, I don't care. I'm, I'm, that's too much in, genetically. My daddy was an old Marine and my mama was just a good old country girl from Cheatham County. And, and somehow they, they, uh, they saved the world. And I'm afraid we're getting ready to give it all away. Well, from out there in Tennessee, in the in the land of uh, that gave us someone like Alvin York, the great hero of World War One, Sergeant York. Uh, we want to thank everybody out there, the volunteer state. Thank you, Congressman. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. They love you here in East Tennessee, and and please, next time you're down here, we, my wife and daughter and I'd love to have you at the house, and we'll we'll grill some hamburgers. We're not real fancy or anything, so okay. we'll. <laughs> <laughs> you, and you, and you can't smoke in the house, love to so come you got to go out front. All right. See you, brother. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Um, we're going to take a short break. We've got a lot to cover. Uh, new rules came out today. Remember, um, McCarthy said, i got to give him two years. got to take that one year off because he told his conference, in a year from now, we're going to be in a weaker position. A year from now is when the primary ends, when Donald J. Trump will be the nominee of the Republican Party. What did he mean by that? Be weaker. Today, the RNC put out the rules for the debate. In the last rule, I think I read it correctly. I just did it before it came on. We'll read it again. All participants must sign a document that says that they will support the nominee. Are they telling us they're disinviting Donald John Trump? Not that he should have any debates with the Keebler Elves. Doesn't need to debate the Keebler Elves. Nothing to debate with the Keebler Elves. Short break. EJ and Tony, as he does, 
gotten back of the numbers of this jobs report. He's here to give you a reality check. Next in the war room. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Every day, the parallel economy grows bigger and bigger. It's powered by everyday Americans who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product they consume. Big mobile companies are no different. For years, they have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because you need a cell phone and probably thought there was no alternative, but there is. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious liberty, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your phone. Keep your number. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R. IOT. That's 878 Patriot. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make the switch today. Remember, stop giving your money to people that don't support your values. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 878 Patriot. Do it today. Take action. On taxes. In Congress, Ron DeSantis pushed a 23% national sales tax, where the middle class pays more. 90% of families would get a tax hike if DeSantis replaced the current system. President Trump cut taxes a lot, lowering tax rates for everyone. Trump cut taxes. DeSantis tried to raise them. Ron DeSantis, wrong on tax hikes, just not ready. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Hello, I'm Steve Stern, CEO of Flagshirt.com, a third-generation, veteran-owned small business. I believe that the American way of life is for all of us. I'm asking you today to visit Flagshirt.com. Help keep the American dream alive. Be a flag waver. Carry a nation's heritage. Use coupon code ACTION10 for 10% off site-wide and buy a flag shirt today. Action, action, action. Action, action, action right there. Steve Stern. Big event on 14 June on Flag Day. We're going to be all over that. A lot more information. Just stay tuned to honor our flag. Also this weekend, I'm going to have on the 6 o'clock show... Nicole, the third anniversary of the new federal state of China. I'm going to be making a big presentation there to talk about the indictment of the Chinese Communist Party for crimes against humanity, particularly Lao Beijing, uh, the American people, the Chinese people, the nation of China, all of it. So uh, get more than that at 6 o'clock. EJ and Tony, I, I wanted, we didn't have time because we've been covering this debt ceiling, but the numbers came out today. And, of course, certain elements of, of the left are skipping around. But... Um, there's all you have to do is look in back of these numbers slightly, and there's a lot of bad news there. What's the reality check on this, EJ? Well, Steve, here it is. You know, the the headline jobs number said we added uh, well over four hundred thousand jobs between last month and the 
two previous months revisions, but we have a lot of double counting there. How, how on earth do we get double counting? Well, if you or I, for example, go out and we get a second or even a third job, every additional one of those jobs is counted in that headline number. Also, if I go from being self-employed, let's say I lose my business because, oh, I don't know, inflation is, is eating into my profit margins, and I go work for another corporation, guess what? I went from not being counted to being counted. So again, the total number of people with jobs has not increased, but the double counting has. And once you take that into account, there actually was no gain in that headlines jo headline jobs number. In fact, the second survey that makes up this jobs report, the household survey, showed a drop of 300,000 jobs. So this by no means is a strong report. It is mixed at best. This shows what I've been saying. The economy is clearly, whether they're going to recession or not, the economy is slowing. You're going to have the 1.1% 1, 1 .1 growth, which means you're going to lower tax revenues. It makes this deal we just cut even worse. But but it signals something deeper. The, the, the second jobs, people are not doing this for their health. We like people that hustle, and we like people that have side hustles and maybe have a couple of jobs, but it ought to be at your discretion. You're seeing the real, the real heart of this jobs number is folks having just having to get second jobs in order to survive. Is it not, sir? Right. And, you know, Steve, one of the great pieces of evidence for that is the fact that the second and third jobs that people are taking on have very low wages. And we've seen that not just in today's jobs report, but in a whole slew of other data reports. We're seeing that essentially consumers are so strapped for cash, they're taking jobs at any prices right now. And that's driving down the average of both hourly wages and also weekly earnings as well. And sure enough, those are deeply negative once you factor in inflation. In other words, yes, your paycheck has gone up, but inflation has gone up much faster. So what you can actually buy with your earnings is dropping. No, real wages continue to drop. Also, the consumer debt. I think it's the, we've crossed a trillion dollars in credit card debt, and we've got $19 trillion of all consumer debt, including mortgages, with rates going up. I mean, is your sense, the Fed's kind of in a corner right now. What's, what's your overall sense of where they're going to be coming out on all these numbers? Oh, the, the Fed is very much in a corner, and, and they unfortunately have no good way out of it. And that means the nation has no good way out of this either. But look, at the end of the day, the bill always comes due. You cannot spend, borrow, and print trillions upon trillions of dollars and expect no negative consequences. Eventually, you have to pay for all that. You know, We already paid for it in part with inflation. We paid for it in part with the recession last year. We're heading into another recession now. And things, as you said, are going to get worse because eventually you have to pay for the sins of the past, whether they're moral or monetary. The New York Times, when the New York Times should put a piece out this afternoon that'd be totally celebratory, they have a very somber lead about the debt. And the headline is, they just had this big de debate and discussion, negotiation on debt, and essentially nothing was done. No cuts were really coming. And they actually led with the $50 trillion number and they said it's going to start coming so fast because they mentioned the four trillion dollars minimum by uh, by twenty twenty by twenty basically election day twenty twenty four. What's your sense of this? Is your sense that the financial community understands that this crisis is now a political crisis because the political system we have can't make adult decisions, sir? 
you know, I, I'm not sure even financial markets have really priced in all of the problems that we're facing. A, a great example of which is the fact that the Treasury, as soon as Biden signs this debt ceiling uh, uh, suspension, Treasury is going to turn around and borrow almost $800 billion to make up for their backlog yeah. that they've had the last several months since they hit the debt ceiling. And what that's going to do is drain all of that money out of financial markets. Where's it's gonna, Where is it going to come from? It's going to come from equities, which means we'll see declines there, just like we did in the beginning of 2012, right? The big decline in the S&P, for example, that didn't happen until after the debt ceiling uh, conflict was resolved and Treasury was allowed to borrow all that money. It sucked it out of stocks. But where else is it going to come from? Likely bank deposits, which means we're not out of the woods yet on that banking crisis either, because the deposit drains are going to continue as Treasury borrows more money. The money has to come from somewhere. Crowding out. Uh, EJ, what's your social media? How did they get to you over at Heritage? Uh, best place to find me is on Twitter at Real EJ Antony. EJ, thank you very much. Great analysis. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you for having me. Want to make sure we're trying to make sure that everybody here is taking care of you gotta this is the age of self-reliance. Can you trust the government? We just had the opening conversation we're going to have in the UFO. We're going to have a lot more on that. And transhumanism, uh, Joe's back office project for a while. He'll be back with us tomorrow. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get all of the, uh, the installments of the end of the dollar empire. But most important, talk to an expert. Find out, ask the question, why are the central banks throughout the world buying gold at record rates? And what should I be doing? you got to talk to an expert. What should I be doing? If the smart guys these central banks are buying gold, what am I doing? Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Stick around. Short break. Second hour. War room next. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the Got a small retail business, almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org. Got a manufacturing business, nearly two hundred and fifty grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org. Just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee, and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. 
Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 